and the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Lord, our Redeemer. It is true that the readings for the week are all about love. Monday is Valentine's Day. Today's poet makes the point even more than any one day of roses or cards or chocolates. We pray, O Lord, you have taught us that without love, whatever we do is worth nothing. Send your Holy Spirit and pour into our hearts your greatest gift, which is love. This prayer is for every day, all the time. Perhaps worth printing out and putting on your bathroom mirror so you can be reminded every day that Jesus taught us by his word and by his life that love is the most important thing of all. But do not miss Second line in the prayer. Send your Holy Spirit and pour into our hearts your greatest gift, which is love. We do not generate or claim this love ourselves. It is poured into our hearts as a gift, a gift from God. For all love is from God. Do we remember this? How might we be more careful, more humble, really, in the knowledge of this truth? All love is from God. Story of Joseph, which has been spread so beautifully, is a poignant and moving witness to this truth that love is from God. The reason we heard is from the end of the story. You may remember the first part. But a man named Jacob had 12 sons, and his favorite. Jacob gave Joseph a beautiful coat, which was the very last straw for the other brothers. He took Joseph away from home, sold him into slavery, and then took the coat home to show Jacob evidence that Joseph was dead. Lies and deceit, betrayal. It's all in the story. No brother would love or even care for their grieving father. Years go by, and Joseph suffers brutality and more betrayal in Pharaoh's household. Until he is ultimately recognized for his many gifts and skills, 
including the ability to interpret dreams. Because of this, he rises to a powerful position in Egypt and prevents a famine from overtaking Egypt. When we get to the beginning part of the story, Joseph's brothers have come to Egypt fleeing the famine that was in Israel, seeking help from this powerful leader. They did not know it's Joseph. How is that? Whatever they had been saved is now before them. They had been destroyed. Now, for Joseph, the opportunity for revenge is served up on the biggest silver platter we can imagine. Who hasn't had moments like that? Someone who has harmed us. Comes looking for help. Perhaps it's a sibling, or a stranger, or someone we thought was a friend. Perhaps we have dreamed of the opportunity to hurt them, to get even, to imagine somehow that. Their suffering could assuage mine. This is kind of crazy, right? I think that more suffering than pure suffering. But that's kind of how we roll. The story of Joseph, peace and miracle. It's a miracle. It's the miracle from the grave. Send your Holy Spirit and pour into our hearts that greatest gift, which is love. Joseph does not do the thing we would expect. He says to himself, come closer. Come closer. And he tells them that God has been at work in him, perhaps in them, this whole time. All those years. He tells them that he will make sure they have food, a place to live. That their lives will go on with children and grandchildren in spite of the famine. For children, in spite of their sins, their betrayal. In other words, Joseph forgives his brothers. My mind has a sort of baptism with tears. Tears of 